live from VMP Rivalry Week. I think mine's Adrian Heath in a bathtub. Ow. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that's sad that we won't have more obvious reasons for Masters of the Universe jokes. On this week's show, we talk about the Voyager's Cup, a great marketing ploy, an all-star game, fucking Bruges, TFC talk, and more. And now to this week's panel. Busily ordering up YU gear, say hello to Duncan Fletcher. Mm, I'm doing that far. I, I was, <laughs> I, it's like three days past me you know, actively cheering against them. It's a very situational thing. But, you know, not uh, even yes. a scarf, Duncan? Like, uh, like, not even a scarf? No. Come on, get a scarf. Oh, oh maybe, you know, have a, a bit of a troll through my uh, my closet and see if there's anything remotely green or blue-ish well, in there right. that, that I could wear. But uh, we'll, get you, we'll get you a Hartford Whalers jersey. There you I go. was Ooh. just going to say the same thing. There we <laughs> go. Perfect. Um, who else wears green and blue? <laughs> <laughs> uh glutton for dehydration welcome mark hinkley you think for somebody who's as fair-skinned as i am would try to stay the fuck out of the sun you'd think for 90-ish minutes at a time um yeah uh, uh shout out to whoever designed tim horton's field uh to make sure that one side is completely in shade and the other side is where they put the fans so fuck y'all they're just shining a light on your 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 awesomeness that's uh all. you know what that <laughs> metaphor doesn't prevent a headache i'm gonna tell you so how about that how about that Great way to sell extra drinks mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 575 for a bottle of coke are you shitting me so how much did i stutter yeah me but hey, at least, wow. they got, at least they've got uh, at least they got water fountains where you can refill empty uh, water bottles. You know, by the time it gets to your seat, it's uh, it's basically bath water temp. So awesome. I thought maybe you were trying to harness the power of the sun. Like he Superman. He needs a bigger cool. hat. I think he needs he a bigger like, hat with more reflecting panels, though. Like, like Superman. Yeah, like Superman yeah. Four villain Nuclear Man. Yes. Ooh. Perfect. Could power a defense with that fucking thing. Tell me here. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, not sure what to think about what the Spurs are doing. It's Tony Walsh. The Spurs? Uh, I tend not to think about that at all. Yeah, I know. Um, as for me, I am not going to Montreal this weekend. And it feels a little strange, but that's all right. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. And now to our show. On a river and I All right, as always, we are starting with CanCon, and while we still don't have the Canadian men's national team roster, 
for the upcoming World Cup qualifying matches just yet. Come on, Canada soccer, top two. Um, we still have a lot to talk about. And what we're going to talk about first is the Voyager's Cup. Yay! Yay! Indeed. No, yeah. not the not the one that still hasn't been, not the final that still hasn't been played, but this year's version. I can't um, concentrate on this year's version until the last one is settled. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel a little, it's a little strange, isn't it? Um, it's so, so bourgeoisie yes. moving on to dessert before, you know, entrees are finished. <laughs> All right, so uh, three of the four quarterfinal matches uh, are now have now been set, and um, the Pony Boys are waiting on the outcome of the upcoming Whitecaps uh, Aquaman match, um, and then we will see uh, the Handies hosting the Peggers, yeah, which just delights me for some reason. Um, HFX uh, hosting the Snowflakes. And of course, Toronto FC hosting Jim Brennan and company. The hats mm-hmm. up the hats <laughs> As, because <laughs> because York is TFC's hat. Mm-hmm. Hats. Yeah, it's um, kind of a jaunty hat off to the side, but yeah, like one of those well, little uh, one of those little prison hats. <laughs> are you out of BC? Like, what's happening here? Oh, I mean, uh, if, you, if you do York region as a whole, that's a big. Oh, well, hat. then that's a big chapeau. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, is is your is York United actually still all about York region? No, they got rid of the whole York Nine thing. Have they just that's, abandoned the other eight? They are slowly <laughs> abandoning all of them. <laughs> they are they're just going to settle into yep Toronto. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we always meant, Toronto. <laughs> Up the hats. I'm gonna say up oh, the hats. I, I think yeah. I think I think we can go with that. Hundred um, percent. I I presume you know, we're all going to be going to the game specifically to cheer on York. Yes. Hell's yeah. Oh yeah. I, 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 back. Yes. I am pro pro cup set all the time. Well, we I, like I, the party. I would I would feel that I kind of would feel that way. Uh, nice. If a League One Ontario team was playing Forge, as weird as that sounds, mm-hmm. these things I, need. These yes. things need more, as many upsets as humanly possible, as soon as possible, because then it makes the next tournament way more interesting, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera, yes. et cetera. Mm-hmm. We, still have, we still have to figure out what happens if D-Row United plays, uh, you know, <laughs> one of them, see how Duncan reacts. <laughs> yeah, never, never D-Row. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, know, you, you can enjoy supporting York, Mike, and if you're in the, in the way end, we'll be like under that big West Stand roof. It'll be delightfully shady. Well, I mean, Dunk, how else am I going to stand beside you at this game? Mm. <laughs> As a York mm. United supporter now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, true. Um, the, they, they need the, the, the green line separating you two. Mm-hmm. The thin green line. Duncan, um, uh, hypothetical. Damn, this is in some crazy science fiction future. Yes. Be, uh, World Club Championships, where mm. D Row United is playing uh, Spurs in the final. <laughs> Before you finish that, I need to play the rest of the scenario. So, South America just got swallowed up due to global warming, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of ice cap shit going on. Same Spurs with mainland the, Europe. Spurs went- have to move to a, a big hill. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm interested in this uh 
I, you know what? I love I love fan fiction sometimes. Yeah. Go for it. Spurs are mostly using the, the uh, NFL pitch under their stadium as a dinghy, but they're still managing to play. Okay. I mean, yeah. Spurs being in a World Cup, I mean, this is where, that's where the whole thing gets ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Um, but uh, I... Oof. And, and Dero is uh, coaching, of course, as well, and playing. Player coach, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Player coach, manager, director. Yeah. He's, got, he's got some. Uh, he's got some bionic legs. It's the future. There's stuff going on. Yeah. Subbed himself on in the seventy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He can. Yeah, he can yeah. switch. Uh, he can auto switch to his little uh, goal celebration move, and the robot <laughs> legs do it for him. I, I guess I got to go with Spurs for this one. All right, yes. Spurs supporter Duncan Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm kind Run of looking forward us. to uh, you know this whole thing. You know, I think the only way it can go wrong really is if Winnipeg go a long way. But you know, ooh, I went to see the Masters versus York. Well, yeah, I wanted York to ask would. you about that. I'm going to go How... see the next game. Whoever wins York versus Toronto, I'm going to go see the next game, and then I'll go see the game after that, as long as it's not in Winnipeg. But how was um, like obviously Masters got trounced. Um, not quite as badly as HFX over uh, over the Ask Blainville, but um, it was it was pretty solid. Yeah, yeah so how- it ended up. I mean, it was. I mean, it was was competitive York, at all. York, yes, York were clearly the better team, but the first half was competitive, and then York got a second just right before halftime, and then right after halftime. Um, like Masters had like, three good, solid chances in about the space of a minute. It was kind of a bit of a crazy uh, sequence, but they didn't score. And at that point, it's like, okay, if both of those things went York ways, that this is over. Uh, we know who's going to win. And then, uh, yeah, I think eventually, just you know, the uh, it was very hot out there, and you just kind of with both sides kind of getting tired and what mm-hmm. have you. And uh, then, yeah, they used to piled on a couple of late goals to make it seem, make the scoreline worse than it was. Uh, with Vengerbus going on after all of them. Although, to be fair, after the fifth goal went in, they did, like, I think they they, uh, they shortened it a little. You know, instead of letting <laughs> it go and go and go and go, they, they uh, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll shut this down before the limits some come restraint. In. A little bit, yes. I think they, they felt a little bit bad. It's like, okay, yeah, uh, okay, yeah, let's, let's calm this down. Let's... The Venga bus is broken. We cannot play mm-hmm. this anymore because we played it more times in an hour than any human should here. But yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. I I look forward to you know some random game where York is getting their ass kicks like they're losing 4-0 and then they yeah. score one goal in like the 87th minute. <laughs> Are you gonna play that? Are you yeah. You should. You're fucking, um, of, obviously. Yeah. Okay, the it's, answer it's, it's, is yes, please. The answer is absolutely. My question is, Duncan, was Trumpet Guy there, and does he know how to play the Venga bus on his trumpet? Please. I'm not sure. I, I was on the other end of the uh, the um, the stand. I was with the, the Masters fans on, the, on one side of the stand, and all the York fans were on the other side of the stand. And, I thought the uh, Trumpet Guy could be heard throughout the ground. I, I didn't particularly notice him, to be honest. But um, Duncan was with the uh, Masters Ultras. Yes, <laughs> indeed. The Baiters. They, they... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it was uh, okay to go. I mean, they they've taken down the uh, presumably only temporarily they've taken down the stand behind the goal. 
that used to shake weirdly. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, it makes sense. And I can confirm that uh, sort of James Sherman's pies are indeed proper. Ooh. They're, oh. not, they're not. It's not Sherman's groundbreaking pies, but you know, I, I got a, a chicken balti, and it was, it was all right. It was pretty much everything I would have expected in a, a football and pie. So sure, so, this so is. So you you would proper. indulge again, is what you're saying? Uh, I would, yeah. I'm not like, oh my god, pies are the most amazing thing ever that you've absolutely got to have at every opportunity. Ah, by any means, um, but. Sure. If I were at a York United game again and wanted to get something to eat, I would absolutely get another pie, yes. Well, all right. Uh, These are question, good things Question for Duncan. Sorry, Go question on. for Duncan. Um, why didn't you leave with the pie thing? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was bigger news than the five nails the, banger boys. Like, really? The milk at the back of the store, Mark. Exactly. Come on, Mark. How many, for mm. how many years have I been telling you about this? Duncan's learned. A- a- yes. a- apologies, Duncan. You're right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, so, so yeah, so we've got the three of the four. Um, as I said, the Pony Boys are waiting for the outcome of uh, the Aquaman versus the Whitecaps this weekend. Now, what is great about this particular match, um, one, it's being hosted by uh, Pacific FC, which is delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, but in... What, something that feels very old school sporting rivalry thing to me, and I love this so much, is that uh, Pacific are offering Whitecaps fans or anyone who brings Whitecaps gear a free trade for Pacific gear at this match. So if you show up in Whitecaps stuff, they'll give you free Pacific stuff. So I know of a place where you can get a Whitecaps kit from last season <laughs> for about 25 bucks. For them to ship it to you probably cost you about another 12, 13. So if it costs you 20 bucks, let's say 20 to get into the match, we'll say 30, fuck it, 30. But for 30 bucks and $40 in, 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 in kit and shipping, you get to go to a match and you can get your ass a Pacific kit for 70 bucks. I am a sucker for a deal and I would absolutely have done all this shit if I could thought I could pull it off in time for the match. It's pretty uh, like you could, Mark. It can't, yeah. it can't, t- it can't be that hard to, to book a plane ticket. When, so when is the game? Saturday. Man, that's going to be tight. No, you, you you could get on a Greyhound bus, Mark, and be in Victoria. Oh, I'm in sorry. Time for I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's Thursday. I looked at the wrong date. Never okay, mind. You, you're going to have to be on a plane, Mark. But you can do this. <laughs> sure. Where's your commitment? Are you actually a kid nerd, Mark? Can you really call yourself a kit nerd if you're not going to do this? Ouch. I got two shirts coming, and I got two on Monday. I'm going to go with yes, Duncan. <laughs> Hard fucking yes. Um, oh, go on. Tell me more. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was hilarious. I thought that whole thing, like, scarf, I think for, it's scarf great. Hat for hat, shirt for shirt. I'm yeah, like, exactly. I think it's fantastic. Especially if you got a real shit shirt kicking about. I'm like... Upgrade. So yeah. yeah, if you've got a like a shitty 2013, what have you that you know you're never gonna wear. You oh, yeah. just been yeah. using it to dust the house. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's, go and get a new kit. Pretty fucking underwhelming away kits for, for Vancouver. You could that you that could seriously is level painting, up like painting yeah. your walls wear like just like a, an, an old Nigel Rio Rio Coker one with bicycle mark on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
All uh, right. So yeah, that is just delightful and well done. Well done. I I hope they I, I expect that they will post video pictures, whatever, all over their social media on Thursday from that. And I look forward to it uh personally. Yeah. I hope so, I hope their goal celebration song is splish splish splash. I was taking a bath. <laughs> <laughs> I hope play they up po- the whole water theme. I hope they post a photo of all of the gear that they've collected, but hopefully it's in like a trash bag that's been rolled down. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, they've, I, got I a, they've, got a, the they've got a nearby insulting... dumpster or something. No, like disco demolition night. <laughs> <laughs> Just one of those big oil drums with a fire in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be burning all this stuff. So who do we think is going to advance from this match to go up against the Pony Boys? Are we all Team Pacific for this one? I'd love to be, but I Hopefully, think it'll yes. be the Caps. Yeah, yeah. It's it, I'm with Tony. Uh, I mm. I don't know. I mean, I want again want cup sets super bad, but this isn't like I don't know the Hats versus TFC. I feel like that's gonna fucking happen <laughs> because one's <laughs> a dumpster fire and the other one's York. Um, we'll get to that but this one <laughs> this one i think vancouver is not nearly as uh, uh garbage so uh, and i imagine they can put together 90 minutes without wondering why so yeah i i think i think i want i want pacific to go through it's going to be uh white caps i just i just want to i just want to point out that you know the aquaman are top of the campiel at the moment They've been playing fairly well. Vancouver, although playing better of late, so this will, I guess, maybe work in their favor, have generally been sucking. Now, not as hard as TFC because that's impossible. Um, so I, I just, I think there is, I think there is potential in this one. So I am, and yes, I am a fan of the Aquaman. So I am going to, I'm going to say they're going to advance. We're going to have a, we're going to have a, Maybe two MLS sides kicked out. Who knows? Have, uh, have Vancouver lost to a CPL team yet? I can't like, remember. Didn't, I feel like Calgary beat someone last year, did they? Uh, uh, Isn't that what it was? Uh, didn't someone beat Vancouver? Maybe. Oh, you mean in uh, 2019? Yeah. Well, whenever. Yeah, see, I guess it would have been 2019. Yeah, yeah because yeah. Montreal went out to Toronto. Yes. So yeah, and it was Calgary who took him down. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I I enjoy Vancouver's Voyageurs Cup ineptitude. Oh, exactly. <laughs> tradition. It is it is tradition. That's the other reason. We have yes. we have tradition to uphold here. So um all right. Okay. So yeah, so then everything else will get moved into September. Um after the World Cup qualifying matches so that everyone can focus on those after focusing on Canada. Excellent. Excellent stuff. Good stuff. Yay. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the two teams from last year's final meet the two teams from this year's final. <laughs> in like, a in battle a royale. <laughs> <laughs> Shirts versus skins. <laughs> Gotta sell those tickets. Um, perfectly wholesome. We don't know what you're talking about. All right. It's Kristen so, Newton. This is now I like that. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. 
So um, we mentioned the World Cup qualifiers a couple times, and we'll talk about them more next week because, you know, dear gods, it's next week. Um, that's crazy. Uh, but one of the things that sort of comes up all the time and has come up more and more um, in the last year, I guess, or the last six months is, 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 is how you get to watch the Canadian national teams. And um, lately, they've been on one soccer because one soccer are the only people who said they were going to, who put, who put an investment into this, you know, and, and made this one of the things to sort of like, you know, this is, this is the hook for their service, right? It's not just the Canadian league, it's the Canadian men's national teams or the Canadian women's and the Canadian men's national teams. You know, if they're playing, we're going to show you the games. This is how you get to watch. Um, except for the Olympics, because CBC has the Olympics on lock until the end of time. And that seems fine for some people. Other people seem to think that TSN and Sportsnet are free. Um, but I love that I, delusion, isn't it? It's, 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 yeah, there's, there's, there's a reason yeah. I don't have Sportsnet because it's fucking expensive. And I choose not to pay for it, but I do choose to pay for TSN. But again, it's a choice. It doesn't come with my basic cable package. Um, but then anyways, this, this comes up all the time, but especially when, the national teams are playing and when the national teams are playing well and you know and the men have been doing quite well so uh victor montaliani the 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 president of Concacaf, um the former president of the csa had an interview with um this with andy petrillo right uh recently and this this came up in the conversation about um being able to to watch you know, the men's national teams or the women's national teams on a more traditional mainstream sports network as opposed to just one soccer. And uh, he completely threw all of the mainstream sports networks under the bus, um, backed up, drove forward again. And uh, it was interesting to see, to see this, this tack taken. Um, and, and I did think it was good that he did bring up the fact that at one point in time, and this, although it's also stupid that Canada soccer paid, because that wasn't a joke. That was a factual thing that Canada soccer paid to have the games on, I believe it was TSN on TSN. They paid them to put them on the air, um, which is just insane, but it's, it's a good conversation, but it's so interesting that it's sort of like coming to the forefront again, but from someone who could have done something about it a long time ago. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, it's also hard to have a conversation when that interview is on the channel that is being, I'm not saying he painted them as heroes by any means, but like, you know, the interview is on one soccer. So it's yep. not too far from a pat on their own back, you know, but that's fine. They kind of deserve that. They can take that um, victory because they stepped up. And yes, he's not wrong. No, he's yes, not wrong. Yes, a lot. Maybe. I, I don't know what pressure could have been done before. It, listen, we, we've talked about this ad nauseum with, with the traditional cable networks. They're short-sighted. They're run by a bunch of hockey heads, you know, who yeah. don't 
can't see past what was cool, you know, 20 years ago. They listen, the, the demographics alone on the women's uh, Olympic cup final. I know, I know that was maybe a special match, but even if you start chopping away at those numbers, like the numbers are there and you know, the, the you just got to get the investment, but there's a long stay. There's an entrenched social like blind spot for those channels in their programming. They don't see. And, and listen, I know that football isn't the number one on top of people's minds everywhere in this country, but you know, let's not pretend that those networks don't play up the urban centers mostly because that's where the viewing numbers are. Now, you know, again, we've talked about this so many times now. Um, I, we're, I'm not going to shit on one soccer for being the one who, who has stepped up and done it. But this, the only, the only argument I have is that they're not, I, I know you said they're not free. It's true not free that everything all these channels cost money the only difference is access and we got to remember you know outside of our city bubble sometimes that a lot of the country doesn't have internet that's reliable enough to stream games well i mean the one soccer app doesn't necessarily always work well for people with strong internet mm -hmm. you know so there's that access thing I, I even and there is the likelihood that you'll end up with one of those people with traditional cable packages will end up with one of those channels, uh, you know, in their package, packaged with a bunch of other channels and stuff. Yeah. It has so, to be packaged. Cause if you have if well, depending on who you have with you, but like if, if you're like me, if you have basic cable through Rogers, yeah. um, anything that is a sports channel, um, is extra. Yeah. It does not, there is no version of it that comes with your cable package. Yeah. But I mean, I guess just the difference is people are, yeah, I, as much as things are changing and, you know, app-based networks like One Soccer and DAZN and all these are very much revolutionizing the way people watch individual sports, it is siloing them as well. Um, and that's not necessarily a good thing. It's a good thing for the fans because you have great access. If, you know, if you sign up with one soccer and you want all kinds of Canadian content, that's great. If you want every single match from the Premier League at all from, you know, the zone, that's awesome. You have the choice, but it, it's access wise. It's still, I think not reaching enough Canadians. Um, and when it comes to the national team, you know, we'd like with this national team, especially you'd like to be hitting as many eyes as possible, but there's no easy answer here because what it comes down to once again is yeah. TSN and Sportsnet and any other network, you know, with a wide, wider audience has consistently dropped the ball with the sport. They will jump through hoops for anything. That's like Euros world cup, anything that they think is big time, but you know, their support of the national game is pathetic. I, I I agree with all points there. I mean, somebody had to be the first. It's unfortunate that it was a web service, and that's not a disrespect to One Soccer, because honestly, being able to watch any Canadian domestic club football on demand, like not on demand, but like as it happens, I'll, the zone, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's not the most ideal, but I'm happy with it. Um, but a lot to your point of like the short sightedness. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't that long ago when nobody was picking up English Premier League, and then mm -hmm. 
the score took a flyer on it, did bonkers numbers, and then then it was just a matter of time before somebody rested away from them. Yeah. And 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 now you're now we're seeing, you know, La Liga is on and and um uh Bundesliga, word was coming. Um, like I know they're just they're not you know triple A games necessarily week to week, but holy crap, that's something because usually you gotta you gotta pay some stupid specialty channel, which is a version of those other channels, an extra fifteen bucks to see maybe two games a week. You know who you're talking. You know who I'm talking about. Fucking Sportsnet World. Um, My God, insane. Like and 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 that to me that to me is a ripoff. Ten bucks. 10 bucks for one soccer versus 15 bucks for not even a chunk of a, a, a reasonable chunk of the Bundesliga. Cause really like, uh, you know, maybe you do want to see English Premier rugby. That's fine too. But um, the way things move media landscape wise is like, it's, it's so, it's so passive. It's so, um, you know, very cautious. We don't want to, we don't want to, we don't want to invest in this. Cause what if we get stuck with it? Or you know what? You could just buy it and promote the living dick out of it until it makes money. Like I mean, like I, I look at what TSN has done with the CFL. I know it's not it's, it's, that's not an apples to apples comparison, but I mean they literally bought up the entire league's TV rights and now have been the home of it for twenty years. If you yep. you want to watch CFL, you know exactly where the hell that is. You don't even have to question it. You just know where to find it. It's a Saturday night. There's probably a football game on there. Blue Bombers versus Elks. Elks. Yes. I almost said us, I know. But anyway, but so so the thing is that you can you can build you can build an audience. It's it's not it's not impossible. You can build an audience and a familiarity to go to that place for that thing. Hmm. You know? Um so it's to me like the, the, the excuses are weak why any of this was not on domestic cable television. But here we are. And I would rather be able to watch it at all than wonder if I got to find a dodgy stream right. from the domestic feed that's not in English or, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or better slash worse yet on a time delay because Ex- we had exactly, to make, which we've all we, had done. To, we had to take a, we had to be bumped for a, a NASCAR, you know, not even NASCAR, CASCAR. 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 Like, you know, <laughs> Like, you know, the World Cornhole Championships were on. Sorry, Canada versus Jamaica. Like, not that that was a thing, because that's fairly new. But you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. We've seen the thing that we want to see get bumped. Yeah. So, yeah, I would absolutely, I would, in an ideal world, the shit's on CBC, no questions. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, and exactly. And it, and, it, and it used to be, right? And um, there's a lot to... Yeah, there's a lot to sort of answer for in that in that realm. Um, is this a, is this an inherently Canadian problem though, from the, the people making the decisions that kind of like, you know, living in the shadow and so mm-hmm. it's not big league because it's Canada. It's the team that's only made the World Cup once. It's not you know, it's not Europe. It's not those big stars like it, which is fucking ridiculous. But I mean, it, there's I I feel that some of that is playing into it. There's no glam. There, there's not glamour in canada versus honduras in their eyes that there is in you know france versus germany that they yeah. will they they will spend buttloads on getting the rights for things like that i think that 
Like it's, I think that's, I think that's a good point. I, I think that there is, there's a, a very, there's a Canadian aspect to it, but I think there's also a North American aspect to it. Like I know we look to the States and like, oh, well look at them. But honestly, in comparison to the other sports that Americans pay attention to and get airtime and get attention in, in their mainstream media, both for the, for the men and the women, you know, their league's been around a lot longer, but that was contingent on them hosting a World Cup, which they threw tons of money at, right? The women, they just barely, you know, like they, they finally have a TV deal kind of thing, but are also showing games on Twitch, which is amazing. Um, but this is also what the second or third women's league that they've, they've gone with. Like there's, there's a lot of growing pains there too for a country that has what, 10 times our population. Um, and yes, arguably better at soccer, but maybe not that much better, at least not on one side of it. Do you know what I mean? Like there's, there's some parallels and I think it has to do a lot with just this continent in a lot of ways in terms of the, the sports that are focused on um, and how much we as Canadians borrow our or allow um our neighbors to the south influence what yeah. we what we view and what we watch and that's, that, that extends beyond sports but that's true you know, but when we, it comes when it comes to football though they're they're at it they don't care who they're playing who they're playing is non is of no consequence usa is playing it's on you're gonna watch it doesn't matter who you're playing because that's their attitude right and i mean a bit of that wouldn't hurt up here I've heard that said before. What? I've heard that said before, yeah. Yeah, like a bit of, oh, Team Canada's on. Who are they playing? It doesn't matter. Team Canada's on. We're going to watch. This is World Cup qualifier. Awesome. You know, that's a bit of that. A touch. We're not going to, I don't want us to be full jingoistic, you know, rah, rah, all that stuff. But a little bit of that wouldn't hurt. But I, I, I tend to believe that a lot of the ratings that... U.S. national teams of any sport gets it's because of that rah-rah stuff. Like Canada gets behind hockey because we are actually good at it. And because we're actually good at it, we don't need the validation of our neighbors to the south. But it's also tied into our identity hockey, right? Like no matter how much we try to shrug that off. But is Canada does the rah-rah stuff for hockey? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Jesus fucking Christ. Do they ever? Oh, yeah. But... But the thing is, is that we don't do it for any other sport. And if we try, it's just like it falls flat. But I mean, you can get 10,000 people out for a USA women's volleyball game versus any country because USA, rah, 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 red, white, blue, stars and stripes. Like, and it's like, that's just it. You're just, you're going to go support your country the flag the flag yeah. you know like all, right. all that shit we don't because we don't do that here we can try to do it and it, i feel like the the average canadian kind of shrugs go yeah okay sure but like it's yeah. not like all right we're there like it's not it's not a duty it's it's a okay well, I, yeah this Canada I, is playing. I, and I, th- I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing this conversation is getting really far well, afield um i know but, but, but the whole thing to me is that because because we don't have that buy-in in that degree to everything. Also, too, the Americans have got so many other outlets 
to show sports. Like, I mean, I know there's ESPN, but there's like every network has got a sports channel and every region's got a sports network in the region. So right, there's it, so it, many more all avenues. All that stuff Here, is really tied into who they are. Oh, of course. But like, like just the do, ambition well, to have we, like, they don't have 10 I mean, they probably have 10 times. They probably have more than 10 times the number of channels we do. Right, if you consider the relativity of the country, not, right? But that's also not necessarily a great thing. And this is about to just get really off base. Oh, but this like, is fucking gone. It is so gone. But and, and I, I, I'm still hanging on to the little thread that I'm going to circle back to. I swear to God. Do it. Um, but like, again, like you have to look at like as much as I say that, that we're influenced um, by our neighbors to the south. And we certainly are in terms of our, you know, some things with sports, with, uh, you know, whatever other television just pop culture, that sort of thing. There are there are still differences. And, you know, we don't have, and that's part of this conversation, we don't have the same fervor that everything is, you know, for, for them, them being American is like the biggest thing above everything else, right? And that influences everything that they watch and view and how they watch and view and how they experience it, especially when it comes to their national teams sort of regardless of what it is because they're Americans, therefore they are the best. And I'm not saying that sarcastically or meanly. This is just like, it's a mindset. And Canada doesn't have that same thing except for hockey and sometimes for other things, right? It's just, it's just it, it is, as much as we're very similar, there are still cultural differences. But Making insulin. That is a big Burn. important one right Burn. there. Um, but what I was trying to bring all of this back to, because we... And this is this is a great discussion. I love this discussion um, in, in terms of how Canadian soccer fans um, can watch the national teams. And right now, it's been one soccer and one soccer only. However, on TSN's schedule online, I haven't seen an official announcement for this, but a number of people have sent me this picture and a number of, enough, enough people are talking about it that I kind of feel like maybe it's actually happening. Um, the away match versus coincidentally the americans on september 5th is apparently being shown on tsn and isn't that interesting that's cool. it is it's interesting for on a, a number of levels in that it's pretty fucking unfair to one soccer who yeah. shows all the lesser glamorous matches to then lose out on you know i'm sure they'll get simulcast or whatever but to lose out on all the eyes who may have gone to them to watch that big time match. Um, but also too, if it stays buried on TSN's, you know, schedule online and they don't hype the hell out of it, then it's just self-defeating because of the, like, oh, the numbers weren't all that great. I guess uh, this shows why we shouldn't watch the show, the national team. People just aren't interested. If you have no idea. Planning to hype it up. You would one, hope so. I would hope. Like I, I believe I, it when I, I believe it when I see it. Well, not, that's not sort the, of what I'm waiting for. And, and not if it's part of, uh, yeah, a recap after a TFC or, you know, White Cavs match. That doesn't count. That's you, that's already the eyes in the room. Those people are going to go seek out that match. I'm talking about hyping it up in general like during Sports Center and all that crap. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, so I just, yeah, mm -hmm. I, again, I still haven't seen an official announcement from anybody about it, but... Um, yeah, several people sent me this 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 screen cap from the uh, you know if you just look at TSN's schedule online and go forward you know a couple weeks and it's there. There's the line for it. 
Canada versus the US World Cup qualifiers. Here's the time, you know, like it's, it was like, oh, really? Well, that's, that's interesting. Is this allowed? <laughs> so I, I, you know, but if that is true, um, you know, are they getting the away matches? Does one soccer just have a lock on home matches now? Like it just, it sort of gives this whole, this whole spiral thing as to how that's gonna shake out. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we'll see. This is why, listen, at the end of the day, this is why I only watch two soccer. Yeah, <sighs> as you should. All the matches from Albania via Chile. Perfection. Fast. All right. One I, watch, last I, watch th- it, I watch it on Audio 5. Mm. Ooh, that's Audio a good 5 one. is nice. That's where the good one is. All right. One last, uh, well, it's not one last thing. It's sort of a, a trio of things. Is the show um, nearly done? That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. Um, from the can- for the CanCon section. And that is, mm. you know, we talk about we talk about local soccer and supporting local soccer. Um, uh, you know, there's obviously the CanPL, but then there's League One Ontario. And there's lots of League One Ontario teams for, for us to enjoy living in the GTA. Uh, but there are some new kids on the block. And um, the one that I'm the most excited about, shockingly, is the new Peterborough side that has been in the works for some time. Oh, yeah. Um, and it has uh, finally been announced and is coming to fruition um, for next season. And... Uh, they have, uh, they've got a lot of really cool initiatives that are going to happen. One of them, which uh, hopefully will be a uh, supporters trust. Um, but they've got uh, a great site picked out and uh, some really cool people involved. Obviously, uh, all of Adrian Can's abs uh, nice. are their own, their own separate aspect of support for the club. Sweet. Anyway, so the club's Adrian Cam Adrian Cam was at the Masters versus York game on Saturday. So just like a couple of rows behind me. All of him or just like his lower abductor? Oh, the whole thing. Not as tall as I thought he was. I kind of imagined in my head Adrian Candy was a traditional like centre back. He's gonna be like six two, six three, whatever, but he, he did not look that much taller than me. Oh no, he's he's collapsible. You can just squish the middle and then you pop it out. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Adrian anyway, Cannon's Adrian in Peterborough. Okay, yeah, keep going. Adrian Cannon's twelfth uh, abs is the name twelfth ab is the name of our supporters group now. <laughs> <laughs> the twelfth ab. The twelfth ab. It. I'm gonna get that Twitter hit on now. Hang on. No play no player can wear the number twelve because that belongs to Adrian Cannon's ab. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's, 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 he is over six feet tall, so maybe it was just perception, Dunk. I don't know. Or maybe mm-hmm. he is shrinking. Um, maybe I'm getting taller. And I ooh, do there you go. <laughs> yeah. all, those, all, those, all those farm fresh veggies from your garden. Mm. Adding, adding years and inches to your life, Duncan. Look at mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the new oh, Pedro yeah. side is called Electric City FC. And which is a great name. It is based on Peterborough's history. Yes. As much mm. as I rail against non-city specific names in many ways, this particular one, it is Peterborough's nickname. What it has been almost since its inception. Since, since they got electricity in the 90s? 
Oh, you're so not funny at all. It was the first town in Canada to use electric streetlights. So fuck you. Um, but it was. Anyway, so that's the name of the club. Um, Is that because Peterborough is a shitty enough town that it never had to actually build streetlights when gas was the natural way of yes, doing these things? So by the time you actually got around to meeting streetlights, electric yes. was the main thing. So Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. In the seventies yeah. when I was that a kid, we didn't sense. have we had no lights at all until I was like eight or nine. Yeah. Well that worked out well was. anyway, because gas city FC was would have been terrible. <laughs> True. Uh, first town of Canada to use electric streetlights in May of eighteen eighty-four. Mm-hmm. So there. Um anyway. And they it's a have, shame your parents moved out because that's a long way to go if you've got nothing else to do other than just go to Peterborough and then come back for a game. I got friends. I could visit. Okay. Good, good. All the roads aren't one way out. <laughs> Guys are mean. Um, I wasn't, I was trying to be. I know. I know. Anyway, so, and they have a supporters group uh called uh Adrian Gans, 12th ab we talked about this yes <laughs> sorry anyway it's the very electric exciting use. what are they called i missed uh, what they're called <laughs> electric the, they're called the current the current yeah okay what was acdc they, taken yes i think so is it like a, is it, it's like a california raisins kind of thing did you hear that through the grapevine kind of thing <laughs> What are you talking about? Hey. Thank you. Thank you. Um, anyway, they're, they're online. They've got lots of good stuff. They've been releasing merchandise. Uh, their logo is awesome. Um, definitely worth checking out both the club and the supporters group. And when they get playing next year, it will definitely be worth checking out a, a match. Um, what, was the, and, what was the band's name in The Muppet Show? Electric Teeth? What was it? No, it was Dr. Teeth. Dr. Teeth and the electric... Fuck. Something, right? It was electric something. Yes, it was electric something. Mm-hmm. The electric mayhem. Yeah. No, mayhem. I think it was something else. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? No, that's, that's um, a good, that's uh, a good Kristen, supporter's group I don't think you know your Muppet that well. Uh, <laughs> yes, it was the mayhem, of course. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a good supporter's group, man. But the full name, Dr. Teeth. Dr. Teeth. The And every year you vote who gets to be Dr. Teeth for that season. Oh, it's amazing. That's good fun. <laughs> this is brilliant. This is brilliant. I hope they're listening. And, and then sign Rolf. Um, yes. Yes. What's, it, what's his name? We used to play for DC. Yes. Chris Rolf. Yes, yes, right, right. yes, yes. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. we used to yeah. call him. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, it's just <laughs> um, to the marketing department. I'm available. Okay. Um, <laughs> moving on from this. Um, although, oh, I one other thing. Um, <sighs> never mind. Okay. No, 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 no. Never mind. No, we no, no, fine. We, no we're going to talk about Barry now. It's too late. Too goodbye. late. Duncan sighed dramatically. We have to talk about Barry now. The town in um, Wales or the Gib? Yes. So, um, we've Gib. talked about the soccer situation in the city of Barry oh, before. Oh, 
And a little while back, we talked about uh, 1812 FC, which is the Barry, the current, the current reigning Barry team. <laughs> that hmm. out of it, 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 they took the name. I don't know. I don't remember what they used to be called before that. Um, they just FC Barry or something. Yeah, something like that. And so then, eighteen twelve. And then, then, and then the other group took the Barry name. I don't know. They got the rights to it. It was very, very complicated. Julian de Guzman was involved, is involved, not with eighteen twelve FC, um, but instead he is involved with the the new upstart club. Doesn't have Barry in their name anymore. Sim- Simcoe County Rovers, is that what it is? Sounds about Simcoe right. Simcoe County yeah. Rovers, yes. Um, that does the have people are nice the fans. county. They are? Oh. The people are the county, yes. Ooh. They don't give a shit about 1812. The people are the county. Does that include Stainer, Ontario? <laughs> Stainer? I never touched her. Hey! Does it include Avening? Good we're, here one, we're here once a week, people. Oh I, my God. I feel dirty just laughing at that joke. I... Huh? <laughs> uh, oh. I know there's regrets from all of us, Kristen. I understand. I have friends with a cottage in Wasaga Beach. So for years now, I've been driving through Stainer in the evening, you know, maybe it's like a couple of times a year or something. And those jokes never get old, people. <laughs> Never. Anyway. That's my supporters group for Simcoe County. <laughs> the Stainer Boys. Um, Wrong bit. Stainer like Boys Stainer. are coming? <laughs> we, we, like, we like to Stainer. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> it's a town nice. name. Yeah, it really is. Is. This is very legitimate. I'm being factual. It's a town name. S-T-A-Y. It also sounds like a heavy metal band, too. Sure. Okay. Anyway, so the whole thing with, you know, the the two owners of the new Simcoe group, which is de Guzman and uh, Peter Rocco, you know, had, again, this, this internal... This internal battle with 1812 FC or 1812 FC Barry, whatever it is they're called, they were both removed from 1812. I have no idea why. It was very dramatic. Um, they claim so US now, won the war. Maybe that's what it was. So now they have indeed started their own club, which is the Simcoe County Rovers, um, which got a, a high profile uh, shot in the arm with a minority stake owner in Kyle Laren of all people. I mean, why not? Why yeah. not? Hmm. When Julian B. Guzman calls, you pick up the phone. Exactly. Yes, you do. You never, know when, you never know when you'll need him. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Always best to keep him on side. Exactly. Yeah. He might let you drive mm-hmm. the Lambo. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you tell him, fuck off. I'm not going to invest in your Simcoe County. What even the fuck is that? Get lost. Then you're in jail. You call him up. No. no. Yeah, exactly. You're in jail this for is, life. This, yeah. this, this is how it happens. Yeah. You're, you're in a different county. <laughs> yes. Um, so they are they are hoping to be accepted to play in League One Ontario uh, next season. They have not uh, 
they either haven't applied yet or they had their 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 application hasn't gone through. So 1812 FC is playing right now. Uh, Peterborough's new side, Electric City, will play next year for sure. They have been accepted and um, just waiting on the 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 upstart other Barry club, Barry Ontario, the hotbed. Yeah. It's the it's the Milan of Ontario. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like who knew? Good. Well, an interesting uh, side note, according to sources, sources? is that the, the stadium, I think it's on the Georgian College campus, if I'm not mistaken, is mm-hmm. where Barry 1812 wanted to play or were like, you know, supposed to play this year, but they couldn't, something to do with COVID. So they're playing their home matches in Brampton this year. But Brampton? then if you look at, but then if you look at Simcoe County's uh, information, their plan is to play in that stadium. The San Siro of, what is happening? Of uh, of Bavaria, Ontario, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what everyone refers it to. That's what it's known as locally, yeah. the San Siro, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. My word. Mm. Exciting stuff, people. Exciting stuff. I'm like, I love how Barry got two teams before Toronto did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who will win the battle for Barry? Dun, dun, dun. When two Barrys collide. <laughs> Barry, Barry, the Gib Darby, the LBG, LBGco. <laughs> the gold medallion. Yes. That's what they can play for, the shiny gold medallion. When it gets to have a big uh, like parade down to Wasaga beaches, it's like main, main strip drag, or whatever. Yeah. Drag, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They base yeah. base their turf. Uh-huh. I give I give my uh, instant support to the first team who uh, wears a makes a Barry Gibb esque third kit with like a big wide collar and a V neck, a deep V. Whoever wins the season series gets ownership uh, to use "Staying Alive" as a stadium music for the next Let's, year. Whoever doesn't get relegated gets to play that. Oh right, I forgot about relegation because we totally have that. Here. <laughs> In the tradition of the ancient sweet poets, Mother Tariqa been painting Levantine moments, the colonized thoughts of the young voiceless, a bunch of hood kids making funky ass noises. Hip hop! Started out in the heart, yo. The poor people relieved for watching their art grow. Apostles and scribes improvised by the lost souls. Ancestral vibes canonized to unlock goals. He's just pushed the lies that the colonized for the colonizer. All right, it's time to move on to World Footy. Uh, but this all mostly links, well, a lot of it links back to a Canadian player by the name of Tejon Buchanan, uh, who we talk about a lot because he's very talented and we're very fond of him. You do. You pick him uh, to score every time. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. Um, so there's been tons and tons of, of chatter and rumors around uh, the fact that he's leaving MLS and who's going to pick him up and oh, you know, oh, he's going to go here, oh, he's going to go there. And he's been seen everywhere, apparently. But today uh, it has become official uh, in that he is uh, going to uh, Club Bruges. Club Bruges. Club Bruges. Preach, preach. Thursday night is waffle night. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yes, it is official. He will be uh, joining them at the end of uh, the current MLS season. And uh, congratulations. I think it's great. Um, mm-hmm. It's a good spot for him to land, I think. Um, so and- I guess he starts with Bruges, like, I guess when the window opens in Europe, so January 1st, I would assume. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seems logical. Give him yeah. a few years there, he can win an MVP, and then he'll be at TFC. Perfect. Full Overpriced. <laughs> Club Bruges. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies get the crepes for free. <laughs> um, so the other reason, uh, that what's interesting, not interesting, but you know, the fact that uh, he's been out on, you know, out getting, you know, signing with his new club and that sort of thing being overseas is that um, everyone was like, oh, he's obviously about to sign because suddenly he was no longer going to be in the All-Star game. That's right. MLS still has All-Star games. And uh, there's this tomorrow night, day after recording, mm. um, versus for the first time ever, the Liga MX All-Stars, which is actually oh. vaguely interesting but also this will decide a lot yes exactly (laughs) but also just a giant cash grab which is what most all the games are um but it's been sort of funny to see um you know tijan buchanan's missing obviously because he's off signing with his new shiny team but other other players have either pulled out or off with their national teams for upcoming World Cup qualifiers or whatever and kind of like yeah you know no don't want to play in this don't need to get hurt sort of thing um and then of course because TFC absolutely suck um there's no there's no TFC players at all there's no Canadian MLS sides involved in this year's MLS all-star match shocking it's Mm. mostly it's I I feel like it's a lot of uh, zombie Shivas and sounding enthusiast players and then a couple other players from other clubs sprinkled in. And that's it. So, yay! Good, have fun. Stuff. I'd rather be at Club Bruges. <laughs> Club <laughs> Bruges. <laughs> we put mayonnaise on everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Gloopy. So who's going to win this All-Star game between... Uh, Who cares? Just pick side. I don't care. League MX. There we go. League MX. Right. I, I think it's going to be 2-0 uh, to Forge because that's what I'm watching tomorrow. So screw that. That seems reasonable too. talk time and uh yeah i know aren't they fun to talk about doesn't this just take you back though isn't it like a warm comforting hug of despair and disappointment i was Mm -hmm. it's funny i would say in that and then i felt like it it doesn't feel the same uh, sadly it's got some of the, the the lulls of you know the losers but they're not lovable losers no yeah No. They're yeah. overpriced losers. They're overpriced That's not lovable losers. at all. I know. 
<laughs> go count your millions, you jerks. When, when it was dudes signed from some like club you'd barely heard of in, you know, some rando country, that that was lovable. <laughs> when Leslie Falinga <laughs> showed up mid-season, you're like, this is crazy. <laughs> you know. Mikhail Urasowski yeah. scoring big goals for you is awesome. Is amazing. Chad Barrett, lovable. Yeah. Patrick Mullins, no, no, yeah. no, opposite. Having three D, you know, all these DPs and getting jacked. Hardly of, ever that, played. That, that, can't that's seem to not do lovable anything. at all. <laughs> you know, having your first DP screw around your star player—that's lovable. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's just it's just such a random bit of nonsense this team um so i just want to touch base on like the last two matches because if you look at the atlanta match from last wednesday that one felt kind of unlucky right like it wasn't a great game but there were there were stretches of it where it was like oh okay this 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 is all making sense and this is good and and sure yes a lot of that happened after um the DPs that were on the bench for the first half came on. Sure. That's not a problem, which honestly I was fine with. I, I am all for coach Havy just like randomly benching high price players. I totally am. I'm kind of really here for it as long, you know, if it means that some young players get a chance, but um, also I feel like, I don't know this to be true, but I'm like, is this a sort of a, hey, get your shit together kind of benching? Or is it more, I want to see what other players can do? Or a little of both. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Presumably, like the- presumably it's more about the, yeah, let's see what others can do. And you know, you guys can have a rest. This is a, a particularly busy, busy uh, season as a whole. COVID uh, affected and what have you. So it's probably for the best to, to let... Uh, you know, people get a bit of rest here or there. Michael Bradley doesn't have to play every single minute. I'm exactly. delighted that we've come to that conclusion Me too. finally. It's my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, we're at last. Thanks a lot. Hopefully, some <laughs> of the kids can uh, can show that they're worth it. I feel like Ralph Prizo was looking good oh. until he got injured. Um, yeah, I said, you know, let's bring William Fraser back from freaking Columbus. He if doesn't got, want to come back from freaking Columbus, from though. He's, well, he's, he's, no, he, he gets to there. play in Columbus. They like he, him there. He should absolutely <laughs> stay there. For his, for his sake, for his career, absolutely he should stay there. And good for him. Like, hey, he belongs to TFC. Bring him back and bench him immediately. No, okay, you know, <laughs> you know I don't know if anybody had a chance to read John Molinaro's interview with Liam Frazier um, last week. I before. I know, but... I'm supposed to have a chance to read that. <laughs> he already pays for one soccer. We went over this. Anyway, um, but the thing that stood out for me and that frustrated me as, as a fan of Liam Fraser, as you all know, because I talked about him a lot over the years, um, is, you know, my frustration with what management was doing with him and and you know why not send him out on loan why not send him out on loan and um i had people push back and say oh well we don't know what he's asked for well guess what for four years he's been asking to be sent out on loan four years he's been asking to get playing time somewhere else and this year he basically said he basically said like do it 
I think he was going to try to find a way to break his contract kind of thing. Um, yeah, I was, I was going to say how long, how much of a contract did he have? And surely at some point within that four years, his contract would have run out and he decided to renew it. Or was it one of those, hey, like two years plus two years of the club's option? Or Yeah, hey. or maybe they were like, you know what, Liam, we totally will next year. And he believed them. Mm. Gentleman's agreement. You know. Um, anyway, he's the, he's the I, Harry Kane of TFC. Yeah, <laughs> hey, now. That's mean. And uh, anyway, I am very happy for his success there and that he has advocated for himself and is, is you know, getting playing time. He's starting for the Columbus crew regularly now. So, you know. We're helping our rivals in Rivals and Week of all times. Exactly. Um, so, yes. But anyway, so the, the Atlanta match, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't great. But at least you could see you saw some good things, right? So it was like, okay, something to build on. Unlucky not to get a point out of it. There was, you know, Brad Guzan had a couple very nice saves, unfortunately. Jerk. Um, and Barco's goal deflected off of Zavs, whatever. So, okay, fine. You know what? That's fine. We move on. We find out that Josie Altador is having surgeries in New York having surgery on his foot. He's out for a month and a half. Oh, shocking. Um, and then that Ralph Trizzo's injury from the previous match before that is, or the one before, is much more serious than they thought, and he's now having season-ending surgery. Yay! Mm. And then, excuse me, there's, uh, who else is hurt? Who isn't hurt is a better question. Um, Feelings uh, or physically? As sure. far as as far as Prizo goes, can somebody not wave a flag and just make it all as if the whole thing never happened? And they're not, uh, no, no, they're not allowed to do that. So he's actually fit. Yeah, oh, no, they can't do that. No, they're mm. not allowed. Sorry. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. Akinola, we know is out for the season. Vasa uh, hey. Endo, I know not exactly like one of the light, larger lights, but still he's hurt. Who else is hurt? I don't know. Chris Mavinga is away, uh, rightfully so personal reasons with his daughter who is ill so you know stay with your family man absolutely and too many nope. ouchies this yeah. team has too many ouchies too many That's basically ouchies. it there's a lot of injuries so then we come to the match against miami on the weekend and mm. that was that was so bad that was so bad mm. outside of like the first 10 minutes you know, when it was like, ooh, look, look at, look at this, this could be fine. Oh, no, it couldn't. Not a fucking chance in hell. Um, did everyone get a chance to watch or did everyone not bother? I, 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 I watched it. I don't know I why. Just, I was casually watching. I was reading. It was on in the background. So, you know, I paid oh, attention what were you here reading? There. Um, uh, what is it called? This um, is what the people see that for. Yes. Well, I want to know because he obviously found some good reading material. I'm always up for a good book recommendation. It's Una, somebody is out of order or something like that. Yeah, it was okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, it, it's not a, oh, holy shit, yes, recommended. Um, but yeah, the game itself, right, there's, there's some entertaining things to see there. It's like, I, you look sing, oof, oof, uh, not a good game. That was a rough match for him, man. Yeah. But I will, I, 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 some of that I will lay on 
Omar Gonzalez, who oh, yeah. just, you know. He's not really helping out his uh, is, young protege. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> By being, he was in, in my, like, Singh got more obviously burned by Pizarro, but Gonzalez was more uh, culpable uh, for the defensive issues in that match, in my opinion, overall. I will say, I will say this that. about the, I'll say this about this match. Much like David Beckham's face, Toronto FC are becoming rapidly unrecognizable. Strong. Mm, I like it. Mm. Not and bad. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah. They were yeah. there were exceptional levels of bad with with uh hardy the side plates of of, of, of give up. Um it, it was it was a it was hard to watch in and in, in the sense that um uh Miami scored four goals and it ended up three one. So like, <laughs> like uh, I I it just really felt like nothing was working aside from aside from Soteldo's, uh near near amazing uh, free kick over the wall under the ball. Yeah, that was that was like that was highlight a real. fraction away except, from being beautiful. Except it bounced out, and so yeah. it didn't doesn't doesn't apply. But um, and at least Q was actually trying. So the score oh, Quinn Westerberg made much that worse. made that made a seven seven nil loss a three one loss. So yeah. Mm-hmm. He did phenomenal. He it's kept them competitive. It's too bad yeah, the 10 I, guys in front of him let him down. Repeatedly. Yeah, yeah I, I said on Twitter, yeah, York versus Masters was more competitive than TFC versus Miami. Genuinely. Ooh. It was. Following on yeah, Twitter. A damning indictment, but mm. a, a, a fairly accurate sounding one. But yeah, so like, mm-hmm. like you just look, like what was, what was up with fucking Delgado and Osorio? Holy shit. Could you pass any more lackadaisically? Could you not actually try any harder? It was really frustrating. As much as I am frustrated with Omar Gonzalez, I've been frustrated with Omar Gonzalez for two years, but um, like both of them, Delgado and Osorio, were just, I was so happy to see them get subbed off. I was like, yes, get them off the fucking pitch. I realize you have like no defenders, so fine, whatever, but get these two off the pitch because they're useless. They're not helping anything. And that's their job is to move the ball forward. And that is not happening. Oh, can I can I bring up one slight bright spot from this whole thing? Miami's yeah. kids. No. Is, is, those it, are is, awful. It, is it arrow? It's it's my Miami's seats look better than their their kits, which if they're gonna do a kit next year, should look like their seats. Should look like their seats. I would yeah, agree this the, that one they were wearing was kind of like bland. The uh, the black and pink one's nice, but generally you have no sponsor. Uh, yeah, I, I real I realize I realize that that oh, is uh, catnip nice. for you, Dunk, when it comes to kits. So I understand. Yeah. Uh, I Although you can see the brand of their sports bra through it. Yeah, you could sweaty. totally see what <laughs> what type of support they had underneath without question. Yes. Um no, I would if I if I if I could be serious uh one bright spot was the uh uh the post-game therapy session that was hosted by friends of the show uh mike newell uh jeff nesker and a little uh a little special uh appearance from one Kristen knowles <gasps> holy shit uh, you do other shows 
<laughs> outstanding, Kristen. Outstanding. Aww, thanks. Uh, uh, I, I, what, what's, what's, what was really nice about that was just the, um, just the commiseration. Like it was, it was as close to being at a pub with your head down at the bar with a pint that's half drunk going, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And every once in a while, somebody comes on, pat you on the shoulder just to check on how you're doing. That's what that was. So if you, if you get a, if you get a chance, it was, it was really good. And especially if Kristen's on, when Kristen's on specifically really good. So, but Thanks, uh, Marcus. Uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, uh, the, it's, it's, it's nice. I mean, not to say that, you know, our little, I don't want to call it an echo chamber, but our podcast, we all know that it's kind of <laughs> dire, you know, we all know it's kind of craptacular, but hearing a conversation of the craptacularness that's TFC going on. or the podcast? Right? <laughs> I'm, you know what? Both. Oh, sure you call it, you call it, yeah, exactly. You call it, Mark, think about yeah. that wording. <laughs> are you calling this craptacular no, or TFC? We, we are delightful. We are amazeballs. Okay, there excellent. We go. TFC, craptacular, yes. Yeah. Why, yes. Why, would I, why would I bury us? <laughs> that just makes no sense. Um, yeah, no, I, it, it's, it, it was... You know, really good discussions were had, and it mm-hmm. it, it didn't feel like punditry. So uh, I, I like not to say that podcasts tend to be very pundit esque, but it felt like people just having that conversation in the stadium, or outside the gates, or on the way to the TTC. You know what I mean? It felt like people give a shit, showing that they give a shit. So, uh, but unfortunately, we have to uh, we had to have. Uh, a pathetic performance to have a show like that. So it is a unfortunate side effect of the, of the mediocrity. Show. Yes. Um, yeah, that's, that is really, it got to the no joke about maybe just before the third goal went in, I was like, man, I can't wait for that Twitter spaces thing to start <laughs> because it was that like, it was just, it was, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't squeeze goodness out of it. No matter how, aside from, Quentin Westenberg, who is Quentin fucking Westenberg. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was just, it was hard. It was hard. And not that Miami was particularly good. That was, I think that's the part that bothered me the most. Yeah. Miami were okay. And they were made to look like world beaters, but that's unfair. Cause, cause I'm making not. a gesture, like as if they're behind me, and I'm like, "Look at them!" <laughs> um, my arms just swinging I totally, out to nobody. I totally felt the gesture, Mark. I, could feel I just, it. I hope it comes out in the audio. That's all. Um, yeah, it was the just whoosh of your arm will be clear. It's it's hard, and and I mean, what is there like 14 games left? 13 or 14 13, games? Yeah, and we're, it's, we're it's, already yeah. we're already uh, we're already looking to to find a way. Like, so are we gonna? Should we start packing up the balls and the cones now? Or like, it really feels like there's a sense of, are we done yet? Yeah. I'm, J- I'm Jack for the super draft. <laughs> Who isn't? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. We, ever, we, ever. We, we, there's, there's still the, the goal of beating 2012. You know, we, we still need to get 10 points out of these remaining games to be better than the 2012. 10 points? Just, Man, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even feel optimistic about that. Not impossible. <laughs> no, not likely, but not impossible. 
Probably about a week ago I did. Oh yeah, all that. But yeah, I'm not convinced now. Oh my god, we the, need the, ten the new, points to beat 2012 TFC. The new coach bump is clearly done, and oh, without that, it, it doesn't seem like we're much better than we were under Amos. And um, you know, people are injured here and there, and what have you. And I hey, this new guy has a website. True, it's <laughs> magical and a notebook. Yeah, I mean, chrisarmist.blogspot.com hasn't been updated for about 15 years, but uh, like, uh, what what's what's funny is that there's a, and I know, I'm sure some of you, like some of you guys are thinking about this. Um, I'm starting to, uh, I'm starting to, uh, uh, fantasy cut contracts. It's like oh, fantasy yeah. football, except instead of picking the team that you're going to win the thing with, you're picking the team you want to just keep and. The rest can go fuck right off. Hundred percent. All to right. Cincinnati. Well, so, then, so. so let's okay. So let's let's move on from the match. And <laughs> you know, we mentioned Altador and Prizo. Prizo, he'll be back next year. And again, horrible timing for that injury. Mm, um, okay. The kid was like coming into you know coming into his own and getting regular minutes and doing very well. Like he was, he should have been the guy down the stretch for TFC this season, right? And now that's not going to happen. Um, so Josie Altador, oh, Josie, how hard should, or already is TFC working to buy out his contract in the off season? Like I, I envision phones, emails, texts, carrier pigeons, whatever, working 24 seven just to make this happen because it, it like, there's got to be some team in Qatar or Saudi Somebody. Arabia or something that wants to, to sign in, I think. The Chinese Super League is full of... Oh, there you go, yeah. Cash. Another good option. Just to wash with cash. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't... I mean, yes, I, I have to believe it because, I mean... I guess this just can't continue. It's just, yeah, and it's, it's, it sucks because... It does suck. It sucks because I like Josie. It sucks yeah. because he deserves a better end to his tenure here. Sure. But it sucks because this is the situation we're in and you can't really, you can't really just like put him on pause and then go sign somebody else to fill a spot. Like it's just, but at the same time too, like, and maybe this is just me kind of like, is this over yet? Um, ride it out. It's, it's an obviously an end of the season thing because it's not like we're gonna do much, so like, I don't know. It's it's tough because I I know I know many want a better story for this for him to end on, just because I kind of feel he deserves it. Uh, it's been a roller coaster, like just emotionally, physically, spiritually, uh, with Josie Altidore at Toronto City, and he deserves a happy ending. But at this stage. Is anybody going to get one unless that uh, unless that payout's really nice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and then that brings and we're, we're, we'll circle back to the roster a little bit, maybe, um, or we can do this next week. Who knows? We I know we all have a mental list of who we want gone, and in some cases, who we've wanted gone for like a couple years now. But talking about you know having a a, a proper ending or whatever. And brings us to the current rumor of the week, which is Sebastian Javinko, who 
by yeah. mutual consent or whatever is has is left Al Hilal. And of course, TSC fan base erupted in, you know, just spasms of bring him home. Bring him home. We never got to say goodbye. Bring him home. Um and uh just no. And I know I'm one of the, I don't I don't know that I I know that maybe I am on the outside of this in thinking that this would be stupid. Um and also <laughs> that he left to chase the fucking money, so suck it. Um I don't care that we didn't get to say goodbye. And I say this as somebody who marveled at Sebastian Javingo's talent, you know, week in, week out, and loved that we got to have him play for us and in front of us and all those things. But you know. Um, but also in wrapped in all of this was the rumor that was going around and it seems to have maybe died down was that Columbus was going to get him, which would be hilarious. And, 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 and I, I kind of really wanted that to happen. You know, whatever Bez has against TFC, like keep it going. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, finally. This, this, this grudge match that is happening is just spectacular. We'd finally be able to see Seba and Liam Frazier connect. <laughs> oh. No, he should go to Montreal. Yeah, that is the lulls right there. <laughs> He's old. You're very good, but getting on. You're Italian. Joey fucking loves that shit. That's true. Yeah, that's... that's... You know, Team Chaos, that would be amazing. I, I, I feel like, uh, uh, Duncan, that that, uh, that makes way more sense than either the Columbus suggestion or the Galaxy suggestion. And I, what I love about both of those is that it's so low brain power fucking, like, combination. Oh, he's going to go to Columbus because Jezbachenko signed him for Toronto. Now he works for Columbus. Like, really? Great investigative work. <laughs> Fantastic yes. stuff. You guys are real good at your job. Jezbachenko and Vani were the I've only people. Heard. Yes. They were the only people who got to watch him for those four or five years. No one else in MLS knows anything about Javinko. Yeah. No. Yeah, everybody just heard of rumors because, you know, blackouts, you know, whatever. <laughs> There's that wall between <laughs> our two TV doesn't go that far. Exactly. Like, just, like, do you know what the Dukes of Hazard are? Like, he's got, his, he's got a better chance of going to fucking Atlanta than he does the others. Uh, but oh anyway, like, I just... I, I, I Okay, so my, my, my personal attitude with Seba is this, okay? If they could get him for less than the offer that they offered him when he fucked off for the money, do it. Do it. Why not? We get get Seba for two and a half million a year. Fucking do it. Absolutely. He loves the city. Last I understood, he's, his family still lives here. Family's still here. But you know what? Middle ground, why not? He can't possibly be any worse situation than any forward we currently have. <laughs> Don't there. Combined. Um, Never mind separate. Javinko, Pazuelo, and Sedeldo all out there. Right? Oh, like, yeah. That does that, sound that, delicious, doesn't it? Why not? Why not? No problem. Not at all. You know what? I, but the thing is, I'll, I'll take it. I would absolutely take it. But at the same time, like, it's not, 
it's not even a nostalgia move. It's a business move. For, that's the attitude I'd be taking. I have to assume that his quality is probably still relatively there. He can't be much worse than, say, I don't know, Dom Dwyer, for example. Um, yeah. Like, so, so, so why not? Like, why not have him out there? We could have the shortest forward attack in the history of football. Between Total and him, that is that is eleven feet of rage at most. <laughs> eleven feet, <laughs> like so. No, no, no. They don't, they don't hit it. No, it's, it's 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 close to the ten four. I know that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like what? Like I I don't I don't have a problem with bringing him back. But it's 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 almost. The nostalgia part of it is almost like the third thing on the list, maybe the fourth. I don't, I like, I, again, love, 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 love his contributions without question. But this, we're not, I'm not in a position to want a rehash of 2018 because we're still in that rehash and it sucks. Um, and it hasn't worked. And we're keeping the wrong guys and we're let, we've been letting the wrong guys go and keeping the wrong guys. And it's okay, fine, but it's still Seba. I'd still give him a chance. You sign him to a one-year contract, maybe two years, who knows, who knows what he'll go for. And you take a flyer. He's got to be in better shape than Josie Outdoor. And mm. like, I don't know. I, I it's it, but it, to, to be honest, it has nothing to do with appeasing supporters. It genuinely, has nothing to do with appeasing supporters. I feel it's just good business. But um, yeah, the rumors are too funny, though. Honestly, yeah, he's going. Yeah, he's totally going to Columbus. Shut up. I hope he goes to Columbus because I said all that. Oh, I, I hope he does too, just because it would be <laughs> fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious. Um. So yeah team in shambles so mm-hmm. having said that you know playoffs are out like let's be realistic right like they're out they're not making the playoffs it's 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 a ridiculous thought that they might um because there's just there's so much ground for them to cover and they're in last place in the entire league so everybody let's just be realistic be realistic sports fans and realize this is difficult but remember, they'll be back next year or something. I don't know. Playoffs are out. So if you think about that, if you just like accept it in in in, in your in your in your in your in your heart and you look at the like Jesus. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Accept this accept this playoff list season into your heart to you, TFC fan. Um uh, what do you want from this season? going forward all kids all the time never yes. for dom dwyer to set foot on the pitch again like what what would wait what would work for you i, I want to say take the you know forget the league take the voyagers cup seriously yes but no i want them to lose to york and hamilton <laughs> so no no don't lose in the voyagers oh cup. That, that's what i want the the golden horseshoe double oh my god that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the real trillium cup you mean um, yes <laughs> <laughs> oh god um, I I do I do uh, first off Duncan yes I'm one hundred percent 
no trophies, no nothing. Sorry, guys. Uh, also, uh, yes, I want to see the kids play. And it's unfortunate that some of those kids are hurt because mm. now would be the right time for them to thrive. No pressure, no bullshit. People they've played with over the last couple of years, playing with like just familiarity. Never mind, like I'm playing with better skilled players. I'm playing with the people I know. The people I get to, you know, I train with on TFC too. I may have grew up with, you know, let them have a go out there. But even then, I'll still take this. Um, I feel like we need to start uh, getting in some, getting in the kid defenders. I mean, they can't possibly, like, I don't know who's left. I don't know what the depth looks like, but it can't be much awkward, much more awkward <laughs> than what we got now. So it's Julian, Julian Dunn. Exactly. And, Where is Julian yeah. Dunn? The one time he played, yeah, it was shit. But that was like two years ago now. Come on, he surely drew another chance. Yeah. So like that's, I think that's what, that's what I want at this point. I want to get. I want to see. Um, I want to see some exper- people gain experience. Mm-hmm. Mostly, I'd like them to forge new friendships and make memories that last a lifetime. Aww. Aww. I don't know when that Forge game is, by the way. <laughs> but on a slightly serious note, what's the long-term plan with Coach Havy? Like, really? I don't think there is one. He's just here until next year, and then hopefully yeah. next year, is, is that it? COVID is it? will be done, and they can actually hire something proper and move on. Uh, I I would be surprised if there's more than that. Yeah, is that I, what we think? Off-season, he's done? Probably, I, but I also I hope this gives him opportunities uh to continue coaching because okay but based on okay i don't think you can hang anything that happens on him at all no but can you can you move can you sell next season to fans if he doesn't really turn anything around um and i know that's a really big ask to turn anything around but like huge ask but you know what it's about but we know what it's like with managers too like you know they're, they're they're dispensable so i don't know he is the new paul mariner he hasn't tried to fight a single fan, Duncan. What are you yeah. talking about? He doesn't, he doesn't even seem like he's he's could get angry enough to fight a fan. Nor does he wear shorts. Come True. on. I feel like um, <laughs> I personally feel like with with Coach Avi is that he he gets next season. I mean, the fact that he kind of yeah. took that dishwater looking team and extracted another seven points out of them by ringing them hard. That's enough. true. Um, it's, that's more than what that's what that's more than what the original guy got. Well, and you know what? He gets my vote purely because of his willingness to sit Michael Bradley. And I realize that's a weird bar for me, but we've I've you know we've talked about Michael Bradley's insistence on playing every single fucking minute of every single game and how ridiculous it is and the influence he has over his own playing time. You and, think you don't uh, think he had to run that by uh, Ali Curtis and Bill Manning? Though? I I mean. <laughs> No one else has. Armis said at the beginning of the season that he would be willing to sit Michael Bradley. Those were actually words he said, and then he never sat him once. And yeah, instead and pushed him, him further up the pitch. Now he's working on Chris Armis' top blog spot. <laughs> <laughs> now who's sitting? <laughs> I am not averse to... I want to see, obviously, what the next what he does over the rest of the season, but I'm not averse to him being back in charge next season automatically. Mm. No, I don't think it's an automatic no. 
but I he's, doubt he's not it. Because, bold enough. Exactly. He's not, he's not sexy enough for MLSE. So yeah, that's what I, that, and that's my point. I, I I'm really kind of neither here nor there on the man. So I was like, yeah, yeah. What was Vanny? Yeah, he, you know, MLS All-Star had huge history with the league. I know. All these things. They were able to – they, 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 they turned him into something sexy. What, they, yeah. they, what did – but all right, but we're talking about selling – he's not he's not sexy enough and selling him to fans. Who the fuck was Greg Vanny? Like, I know you just said his resume. I, you, could have, you could have said he won the golden boot in, uh, in 1999, and I would have went, oh, really? Didn't know that. I have literally no rem- recollection of his impact on anything as a, as a player. I clearly his resume says that. So as far as sexiness goes, that's bullshit. <laughs> so that being said, if, if I'm talking like MLS sexy though, right? Like for the rest of the sexy. league, that's, even, that's corduroy. Okay. Bruce Arena is MLS sexy. Sure. Yeah, that's that is that is high fashion right that's there. That's Hollywood. Yeah. Or Oscar Brian Schmetzer and Jim Schmetzer. It's oh my god, that's practically porn. Um, Adrian Heath in a bathtub. There you go. Hey, now, hey, this is a this is a this is not a family friendly show. As you were, go ahead. Um, Yeah. No, I I like. I if we were, I can understand if the whole. Um, you know, the whole sexy thing was to get, you know, Ron Koomans, you know, like get a former player that played in the World Cup who people seem to remember from doing great things and their time in Italy, whatever. Yeah. Okay, sure. But, but like, I don't give a shit. I don't like, that's great. We already did that. And, and yeah, Aaron Venture wasn't around market- long enough to do anything. So but they're not marketing to you though. No, but that's, that's true. But at the same time, like, like, like former player does not equal good coach. No, of no, course of course not. Ben, not. We, we, we we're well but aware like, of that. And Javi isn't a former player. Also, he is Doctor Perez. By the way, the man has a PhD. Oh well, shit. Why have we not been referring to him as such? I know. Can he, can he write dodgy prescriptions? Oh, maybe. That's a good question. So yeah, so like I, I don't give a shit about the name brand coach because. Let's be honest, MLS, they either unearth them because they are career lifers of MLS and that's fine, or they're, you, you manage to find a co- somebody who's got a coaching pedigree somewhere else and they bring him in and, oh, look, he can apply it here too and he does well. The latter doesn't happen as much, but it does happen. So I don't care. Like, I, basically, it's I've seen enough goodness out of, out of Coach, out of Dr. Coach Havy, Havy Coach Doctor. Doctor, Coach Doctor Havy, is that Coach Doctor Havy? I think CDJ. So out of <laughs> out of CDJ, I've seen enough goodness. What he did with kids on a twist, like on a on a on a turnover of of a personnel, and he imposed his thing, and he was getting results fairly quickly. Um, I I kind of believe, and I'm willing to give him a shot beyond this. Uh, also, though, I feel like there's, and the last thing I'm going to just make on, a point on this is. It will largely depend too on um, his boss and whether uh, he is still around. Mm. Because if 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 Ali Curtis is still around, I think I think uh, I think Co- uh, I think CDJ gets gets another gets another swing. I'm going to try and make this thing work, but I don't think it will. Um, 
but uh, if he's gone, I think I think uh, the new guy comes in and goes, yeah, you were the interim, right? Thank you for your service. Mm. I look for I look forward to our chat about hiring ex Crystal Palace manager Patrick Vieira. Sexy enough for you. I'm just just looking through his his Wikipedia page that uh, that Kristen just sent out. There, a couple of things stand out. One, he's six foot one apparently. Really? What? I, never thought, I, I don't get the impression that he's tall. No, he, he doesn't it seem me tall. Five eight tops. Also. You know, it's one thing when you go know, all of a sudden, yeah, you're older than every single player out there. Oh, I'm older than the coach as well. Jesus Welcome fucking Christ. Welcome to my Christ. world, Duncan. Welcome to my world. <laughs> Good Lord. Actually, we are all older than the current TFC coach. Yeah. So there. Yeah, we have uh, we have officially hit We've that. We've all one. crossed over. We've <laughs> yes. crossed the line. <laughs> it is time to call this off. We had <laughs> we're done. We had a great <laughs> run. We, we, we probably shouldn't be podcasting. That's like no, that's, a, no. that's a young person. That's a young person's game. No, but but AM Talk Radio has got to be looking at us. <laughs> oh, I'm not there for that. <laughs> Very quickly, because this weekend, this Friday, is the Two Solitudes Derby. And, uh, you know, normally this is a match that we're all really excited about and really into because it's Toronto versus Montreal and history and and everything. And, you know, it's also usually one that I travel for. Tell me more about the ah part. That sounded (laughs) really fast. That's non-union rivalry week. Oh, (laughs) oh, oh. Really? Um, Just pay them. Anyway. Rivalry so, days. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday. Toronto go to travel to Montreal to Saputo to play Montreal or the Snowflakes or Clubfoots, whatever you want to call them. Um, and uh, who are, you know, currently in sixth place. Oh, look at them. Being- mm. Mildly competent and things like that. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice for them. Um, so, player to watch for Montreal. Lassie Lapalainen. That's fun to say. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Samuel Piet. Samuel Piet is always, you know, eh, good for you. He's, you know, go out there and be feisty and I don't, I, who knows what he'll do exactly, but it, you know, good for you, guy. You're, you're, you're still going, hooray! I'm going to go with. Go. Uh, oh, go ahead, Mark. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to go with uh, uh, Matthew Schwanier. Such a great name. Yeah, yeah. You know, fortunate a player name. by that name too. That'd be good. Hmm. <laughs> that's all. That's all I, 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 for the first time in a long time, I picked a name based on. It's just the name alone. Just the name alone. But he's got 11 appearances, so there's a shot. Sorry, 13. Um, My bad. There you go. I was going to go with uh, Kyoto, but um, I'm going with this defender, uh, Mustafa Kiza, because I love his last name. And uh, That sounds like slang, but I don't know it for. I know, but it's not. I think it's pronounced Kiza, like pizza. Aww. Why are you, why are you mm. trying to ruin this for me? I'm not. I just made that up, but, you know, it's funny. 
Yeah. I, I was also thinking Kyoto, but then you kind of look at him, yeah, yeah. He's like with 10 games, he's only got two goals. So it's like, yeah, yeah, you're shit, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah, he seems they a need, little... They, they need to get rid of him, sign Seba, and Seba's the, <laughs> the player to watch. They'll sign him, ready for this game. And, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so funny. That would be would... like the most hilarious thing ever. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Predictions? One nil loss. Four? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Five um, nothing Montreal. Wow. Ooh. Wow. Somebody goes to see the one soccer game, now. sees the scoreline, thinks it applies to every game I'm going for. I'm going to go four nil. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because I want Duncan's thing to happen. Because if it does, that's just equally Mostly funny. Mostly because I want Duncan's thing to happen. So uh, if I put more more defensive shit shows out into the universe, then it will happen. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with two two. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. And that optimism is too much. Mm. <laughs> a point ew <laughs> i know ridiculous ridiculous what's wrong with me oh all right well that's our show for this week um we're sorry for missing last week but things happen um please join us next week when we look back at a probable tfc loss um find out who will be taking on the pony boys in the quarter in the quarterfinal match in the Voyager's Cup. Um, preview a couple of the men's World Cup qualifier matches because it's happening really, really soon. Also, if you haven't bought your tickets for the upcoming matches, buy your damn tickets, please and thank you. If you don't want to sit in the Voyager's section, that's fine. Sit somewhere else in the stadium. But if you want to sit in the Voyager's section, Go to voyagers.org. All the information is on the front page and come hang out with us. Yeah. Be a member guys. Just be a member. That too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, be a member. And uh, yeah, should be good times. Hopefully winning exciting times. Uh, and we'll see what else is happening in the world of Fiddy. Uh, but that will probably cover a fair amount. <laughs> so I have been joined by the entire Volca Minority Podcast panel to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher and Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello! Out in the Twitterverse at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. Thank you, Barry. Uh, on the Tweet Machine at Kipner Mark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody for your continuous support on Patreon. We absolutely appreciate that. Uh, we still have shirts. They're on our Zazzle store. You can find the link on our website, volkmarinardi.ca. And um, yeah, I I, uh, I just want to say uh, the sun can go fuck off. I'm still mad at it. You can just fuck off. <laughs> the newspaper? I mean, because just, you know that, what? That, that. Everything. The <laughs> Toronto sun, the actual sun, Phoenix suns, everything. Oh, fuck right off. Just, um, every, everything, just everything, just, just everything. Just everything. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the Phoenix Suns was a low blow. Oh. Oliver Miller. Oh, Arch. They had it coming. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
As for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Mr. Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it.